Welcome, Bearcat family, and whoever may have stumbled across this on Spotify and SoundCloud, you are now tuning in to a little thing that I like to call Global Bearcats. I am your host, Zane Phillips, and I am here with my guest today... Rip Singh. So, and we are here to get into what it means to be an international student here. I am a bit familiar with this whole process and what it takes to be an exchange student because I was an exchange student in my day, albeit it was a little bit different than most. I was a member of the program Rotary Youth Exchange as an outbound student to Brazil in 2020 for 11 months. However, that is not why we are here today. So that brings me to my guest, Rips Singh. So Rips, just tell me a little bit, a little bit about yourself. You know, your year, your area of uh, area of study. You know, just stuff to get the ball rolling. Okay. Um, so I'm a first year, uh, what you guys would call a freshman, mm-hmm. and I finally decided to do cybersecurity as my major oh. after picking computer science and then I realized I did not like math oh. so, so uh, Rips tell me a little bit about where you're from to give some context for the listeners okay so this is a bit jumbled up but originally I am from India I grew up in India till I was 11 years old and then I moved to Australia when I was 12 and I've been living in Sydney for the past six years now. Okay. So I'll just open up with the question that's pretty much on my mind. Everybody else's mind who comes across, you know, in exchange or an international student. Why McKendry? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I just rocked up and I was like, dude, college. Let's just go. That's the next logical step. Exactly. Right? I was like, I'm getting a scholarship. I can play golf, mm-hmm. and I can study. So it's a logical choice. Right. So uh, when I first met Ribs, this is kind of a funny story. Uh, I took an online class over the summer, and he was in my <laughs> online class yeah. introduction. Or I want to say it was fundamentals of communication. And he was chosen to like peer review one of my speeches. It was a speech about uh, Jimi Hendrix and his yeah. impact on guitar. And he just roasted it to pieces. He just picked it apart. What was Zane? Zane, it's called critical analysis. <laughs> All right. Critical. I am analysis. pretty sure Dr. Murphy. Actually, do you know what? It's not even my fault. <laughs> You know, you remember Brendan? Uh, yeah, I yeah, Brandon. yeah. Brendan, it's Brendan. Okay, I wasn't like reviewing people's um, work until I read Brendan's response, and I was like, "Am I supposed to be reviewing these?" <laughs> and so I just started reviewing them, and oh. so you just decided to go for the jugular that was my speech, huh? You're really bummered over this. <laughs> I, I am. I am just a little bit, but um, that is, as I guess, would say kind of a segue for, um, I guess, this next point. Um, pretty much, have you previously thought of college before? Like, was this the next logical step, or did you have 
other plans in Australia or even to return back to India? Believe it or not, this has been my plan since I've tw- I was 12. Really? Going to college in the U.S., playing NCAA sport was the plan since I was 12. Really? What what brought that about? Um, Partially, my... So, first, I was like, yeah, I want to turn pro, but then my dad was like, yeah, we, we'll give that a shot, but uh, you need to also get a degree. Mm-hmm. So, we were like, okay, what's the best way to do that? And that's NCAA sport and being an athlete in the U.S. So you you would say your parents pushed you more so to a degree as opposed to, you know, like the trades, like you become a tradesman? Yeah, partially because, um, well, that, I didn't, is like, that a, I wouldn't enjoy being a tradie, to be honest. Uh-huh. Like, that's not my thing. To Like, I like computers, and that's what I would do. Mm-hmm. Um not like the whole hacking aspect of it, which is what I would go into. Are you, go, are you gonna become? Field. Are you gonna use your powers for good and not for evil? Are you gonna be a hacker? That depends, Zane. That depends. Just don't look into my emails. Do I like the world? <laughs> I, is it worth saving? That's a <laughs> yeah. That's a question for you, Rips. Exactly. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um. But. Um, one thing that I was asked as an exchange student, um, but you really wouldn't get a lot out of this, would be the language barrier, right? The only language barrier that I could think of was, you know, just recently you used some slang, and has that caused some you know, difficulties understanding what people are talking about? Um, funny thing, okay. Um, so in Australia, we call slippers thongs you mean um you mean flip-flops flip-flops yes flip-flops not Um, slippers you call flip-flops thongs yeah so we call them thongs right Mm -hmm. we are well aware actually i wasn't um but (laughs) uh so funny thing uh me and my roommates oh well thomas one of my teammates and griffin and fabian we were going to room together originally in the suites, mm-hmm. but because of reasons, we ended up all moving to Walton. But I put in the group chat saying, because I got here early, mm-hmm. I put in the group chat saying that, oh yeah, get some footwear so you can so you can wear them in the shower. Mm-hmm. In the shower, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you wouldn't know, Zane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I was like, Oi, guys, get, like, make sure you get some thongs. I'm getting some thongs to wear in the shower. And Griffin goes, sorry, what? And I'm like, thongs. And I was like, oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> nah. Not those kind of thongs. Oh, so that was, that was, I would, my story about that, like, kind of cultural differences in language barriers was a bit more intense. Uh, mm. I would, I had just gotten, to Brazil in January, which is their summer, because uh-huh. the hemispheres are, of course, f- swapped, inverted, and I. This was after the holidays in the United States, and we eat, we tend to eat a little bit more than we should, <laughs> as with you know, most things. Yeah. Um. So I was pretty you know heavy, and it was cold, of course. And when I went down it, to the summer, it was ungodly, unbearably hot. 
and I went to start working out with my host brother. And of course he had been working out for a little bit longer. He had been acclimated to the heat and I was working out and I almost passed out from heat exhaustion and they, I lost all color in my face. I was pale and I almost passed out and they took me outside of the gym because it was at this big sports complex and they took me outside. They sat me down on a bench and the, like the trainer and advisor that was, you know, one of the advisors in the gym to help, he came out and of course this was like within the first week of being in Brazil. So I didn't know a oh, lick. Wow. I didn't know a lick of Portuguese. Uh-huh. And he, I was, I was completely out of it. And he came up to me holding a, um, like a handful of hand sanitizer or like some, I can't even explain it. Like, r- like a thick rubbing alcohol. Uh-huh. And he told me, well, I know it now. He told me to smell it. And of course me, you licked it. I, I licked a massive <laughs> tongue oh full of God. this disgusting Mate. tasting uh, germex type stuff. And he pulled his hand back <laughs> in almost that he was in shock. Like I did this and everybody around me started laughing and I'm like, what, what did I do? And they were in my host brother who spoke some English. He was like, no, you idiot. You were supposed to sniff it, not lick it. <laughs> And, you know, I, that's, oh my God. So that was a bit more of my experience other than just asking my roommates to bring some lingerie to wear into the shower. <laughs> oh, mate. See, I experienced that sort of, um, I guess, assimilation when I moved mm-hmm. from India to Australia. Yeah, I was just getting ready to talk about that because I, I know I have some Australian friends and they, and like you said, the assimilation process isn't too terribly different moving from Australia to the United States. I mean, of course, there are some aspects to it, but the larger one would be young Rupudam and Singh moving from India to Australia. And how was how was that as a kid? And, you know, did you have a hard time coming to grips with that? Honestly, no. You know how like. You thought of it as a large, like, adventure? Uh, not really, to be honest. When I got here, I was like, oh, it's cool. And then maybe, like, the second day, I, like, the homesickness, like, kind of hit me. Mm-hmm. Because also partially because I've been away from Australia since March this year. So, yeah. like, the homesickness has got to me a little bit already. Mm-hmm. And then I've gotten here and I've just been, like, I just want to go back this mm-hmm. like for a little bit. It's not that I don't like it here. It's just I want to go back for a little bit. I totally understand. Yeah. But when I moved from when I moved from India to Australia, I was just like, "This is sick." Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were a little kid. Exactly. I'm not going back to India ever. Yeah. I'm never going back to India. <laughs> yeah. I'm staying on the beach because you. Where did you? Where exactly do you live in Australia? I lived in Sydney, dude. Um. So. I'd say about an hour out of the city mm-hmm. in the suburbs and um, about with public transport, it would take about an hour and 20 to get to the, the most popular beach, which would be Bondi. Bondi. Bondi Beach, right? Am I, am I saying that right? Bondi? Bondi. Bondi. Yes. Hey. Bondi. Um, 
like you got like a bunch of shows that have been shot on there and all mm-hmm. that jazz. Um, but that's like the most popular Australian beach. Oh, like not Australian beach. Uh, actually, that's debatable. Probably is. Ooh. Um, okay. But it's not the best beach because it's filled with people. But what me and my mates used to do is we'd drive about a couple hours south. Mm-hmm. And we go to the National Park, uh, the Sydney National Park beaches. Oh, like the Australia- New South Wales National Park or Sydney yeah. National Park. Something One like of those that. things. Something like that. Yeah. I'll, and I'll, I'll take your word for it. I've exactly. And what we do is we'd kind of park our cars in this kind of... There was like this little shack mm-hmm. and it had like a parking spot like behind the trees. Mm-hmm. So we'd park there and then we'd take our camping gear and we'd go down to the beaches we just camped for a couple of days. That sounds amazing. And just surf. It was so fun. That sounds amazing. Like, we had to hide our cars because it's in a national park and it closes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you'd get, like, people patrolling and stuff. But mm-hmm. we kind of knew what timings they would do that. Yeah. So we'd just, like, switch our lights off and just, mm-hmm. like, hide. Yeah. So uh, with these with these so-called mates, right, your friends, yeah. did you meet them in, in school or were they also, you know, from other places? Like, did you have some commonalities in school? Well, a few of us were the same race. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're, like a few of us were all Indian. Um, but yeah, primarily uh, we were all from the same school, I think. Mm-hmm. Jackson, one of my mates, and Stefan. Mm-hmm. They were from different schools, but um, we we're pretty close. Uh, well, not anymore, really. Stefan and Jackson don't yeah. come around. It's just Distance. the Indian boys. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I guess I'm I'm gonna try and shift it to a um, a more of course academic side. Uh-huh. So I'm gonna. <laughs> I, with me being an exchange student, I have heard that American schools, sorry, excuse me, schools in the United States are infinitely easier than schools abroad. Is that true? Uh, right now, yes. Right now? Yeah. Uh, see, uni, uni to me right now feels like I'm back in year 10. I'm going to be honest. Going back really? to, like, the lectures and stuff, I'm just, like, sitting there and I'm just like, Dude, these desks just are so nostalgic. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I thought I was going to uni. Yeah. And not- I was going to be sitting in, like, those massive auditoriums and, like... Mm-hmm. Well, that's also because, you know, you're in Lebanon, right? Yeah. Had you gone to a larger public university like uh, the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign mm-hmm. or even just down the road at Southern Illinois University at Carbondale, mm-hmm. you would have those larger auditoriums. And I mean, I, we have some larger lecture rooms here yeah. at, in Piper Academic Center, but I can totally see where you're coming from with um, having experienced those different aspects <clears throat> from what you thought uni would be. So can you mm. describe more of that? Did you have like any preconceived notions of coming into university in the United States and where you, you know, where you met with some of those? Yeah. Uh, okay, I don't want to kind of say this, but I was like... Say it. 
Uh, cringy parties. Cringy parties. Yeah. Okay. So is it is it? You know them parties where you go to it. You go like you're like okay, let's go to this house, and we turn up at the house. They got the lights, you know, LED lights like mm-hmm. flashing. Uh, yeah. And then they got like. This is just cheesy. They just have people standing around. Yeah, it's cheesy. It's so cheesy, and I'm like, mm-hmm. like. You can have parties where nobody's raving necessarily or dancing and uh-huh. like yelling. It's just, it's just a chill vibe. But that's not even a chill mm-hmm. vibe. I like everyone is just awkward. Like and a- I think I think that comes with, you know, college. You know, sometimes I get you know, I have an existential an existential crisis, being like. Oh my God! These people are strangers, and I'm sitting and eating lunch with them. Who yeah. are these people? And I think that's kind of, in some way, leaking into you know parties and whatnot. Um, but like, it's it's kind of hard to explain, like yeah. how the preconceived notions in popular media has portrayed colleges and you coming to a smaller university just some sort of in a way amplifies that exactly yeah totally it it totally does um would you say you're enjoying yourself though uh i would be there's a lot of other things kind of messing up my experience right now um Mm -hmm. but i'd say mostly yes it's it's not been a bad experience well the only thing is Okay, I can't, I really can't get over the fact that I need to do English. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Why? Is that not something that they do in Australia? No, no, no. Like literature and things? In Australia, they teach us English in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they don't, they don't be like, oh, you need to do an APA class. Is that what you call it? AP, APs? Or? Ad- advanced placement? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't, like, we just have to do the classes. And once we finish, like, English, then we go into uni and we kind of just do more focused study on what your degree is. We don't have general studies. All general studies. Really? Yeah, general studies, what you guys have here, we just have it in school. It's just there. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've heard some conflicts with that. Like, I've heard the opposite of that. Like, there's too many gen eds in you know high school and that high school is super easy but they start curating in high school here um if they have the access to um to start curating your interests and things to the majors in other areas of study you want to engage in at the collegiate level in the higher education so i think also partially that partially comes from you know you only coming for uni and not necessarily high school because yeah. i think had you come for high school and university mm. i think your aspects and perspectives might be a little bit different, different than they are yeah no i just i just don't get the fact that i have to do <laughs> english when i it, it's like i don't need to do math because it's not it's not needed in my degree mm-hmm. but then i need to do english even though it's not needed in my degree well it's kind of is because uni makes it but like it's not useful to me but uh, well that's debatable it might be useful yeah right um 
But with the school aspect, I don't necessarily agree with like branching out students too early on. Mm-hmm. Especially in India, um, once you get to year 10 or like nine or something, you kind of have to pick which side you're going to. You have to pick if you're going to like the commerce are you going like economics, finance, or you're going like engineering route, mm-hmm. and you kind of just have to stick to that. And if you're not like, let's say, if you're not like smart enough in year ten, you can't do like STEM. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that really limits mm-hmm. the potential and like what students can achieve and what they want to do in their life. Like I didn't know I wanted to do cybersecurity until I was in like year 11 and i was like dude this is so cool and then i just got obsessed with it Mm -hmm. do you think do you think that's a cultural difference where india pushes more so you know if you're not up for it then it'd be a waste of time uh no, no no i don't think it's that i think it's just um they tried to really um, get the students to an advanced level mm-hmm. pretty early on. So you would start doing AP level classes in year 10, and then you would just get to uni level classes by year 12. Okay. Like, yeah, they they like really have advanced content, even though they're in high school. Mm-hmm. So did you ever take like a class that you absolutely loved that wasn't in line with cybersecurity or something that you wanted to do like a hobby uh not necessarily i did do physics and i did um engineering studies which was basically old engineering so we did mechanical bioengineering we did civil and we did um mechatronics and aerospace and all of that mm-hmm. but that was just because i just liked engineering yeah. Initially, I wanted to do aerospace or mechanical, and then I realized I didn't like math that much. So <laughs> I was like, "Let's not do that. Let's not make life hard for myself." I, I, I kind of like used to just be like, "Oh, just like push yourself to the max." Like, why do you need to make your like life so hard for yourself when you don't need to? Mm-hmm. You know, like if you can make it easy and you can still achieve your goals, do it. And do you think that you know? Um Because me, when I went to high school, I had some pretty personal relationships with teachers. And that's also what they pushed me to do. Did you have any of that? Yeah, kind of. Well, see, I say I don't like math now. But up to year 10, um, me and one of my friends, Matt, we were just constantly battling for that top spot. Mm, so competition and I'll get to admit I was like I'm a nerd nerd right Mm -hmm. Um, I'm pretty try hard right when it comes to oh yeah studies like not anymore necessarily I feel like that's kind of um I've grown out of it a little bit Mm -hmm. but um me him and about five other people we had a really good relationship with our maths teacher like he was a legend <laughs> no honestly he would yeah. bring he would bring his switch to sc- his nintendo switch yeah to school and we'd plug it into the projector 
and we'd play like Mario Party and Mario Kart on the projector that with sounds, our teacher. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I never had anything like that. Exactly. And um we'd like play Mario like Mario games and then um or like we'd just spend the whole of lunch just like sitting there and just solving math problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'd just like go on the board and then our teacher would be like, Okay, here's a problem. Matt rips. Solve it. Winner gets gets to play first. Oh, okay, okay. Now, and, see, I that's yeah. that's that seems to me a bit contradictory to what you were just telling me that you know school in Australia is so much more stricter. Or I didn't say it was in stricter. India. India was stricter. So India was stricter. Yes. Okay. In India, your professor or your teacher isn't gonna play switch with you. Mm-hmm. Is that more so a cultural difference, yes. do you think? Yeah, 100%. Did you experience more of a cultural, you know, um, I think it's referred to as culture shock. Mm-hmm. Did you experience more of that going to school and, you know, assimilating into Australian life from Indian life? Yes, 100%. Way different. How? It, well, I don't want to ask how because that's such a big overarching yeah, that's like question a, that I would need to create a whole separate podcast for. Exactly. But do you have any one specific interest where like you went to shake somebody's hand and they thought it was super disrespectful to you or you said something out of line that, you know, made those cultural norms butt heads? I mean, I know it's a little bit hard for you to recall that back because yeah. you were 11. Yeah. But I, I assume that there was something with, like, you going out and playing with your mates out in the street that that might have occurred. Well, the only thing I could really think of, I don't It could be me being a little bit on the competitive side, <laughs> but I don't think so because I noticed that in a lot of other Indians as well. It's... um. Let's say in sport, we'd really be serious about the rules. Even mm-hmm. if we're playing casually, like let's say we're just playing basketball. We're mm-hmm. playing casually, you know, just shooting. Nobody's like, we're playing a game, but, you know, we're not playing for anything. And we're just yeah. trying to have fun. Um, and normally sometimes if you if the ball goes out, you're not like really strict about where you're throwing it back in from, right? Yeah. And you wouldn't be really strict about fouls. Like, oh, it's a foul, but, like, who cares, you know? Yeah. Just go on. It's mm-hmm. a, We're just having fun. We're not playing serious. I was like, no, we have to, like, rules. <laughs> That's the rule of the game. And if you take one more step this way... That's wrong. You go back <laughs> and you throw it in from there. Would you say that's would you say that's more cultural or just you yeah. as a person? No, are, no, no, are no. a lot of that is Indians, I swear to god that is cultural. Are a lot of Indians competitive in that way? Uh I don't think it's like competitive thing. It's like like following the rules. Yeah, it uh, I don't know. Like let's say let's take soccer for example, right? Mm-hmm. And this is like one of the things that happened to me. I was, we were playing soccer and it was just like in this little area, maybe twice the size of this room. Mm-hmm. And 
Um, we were just, it was recess. Um, what do you guys call it? Do you guys call it recess? Yeah, we call it recess. Yeah, recess. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah, um, we're, not, we're not too, you know, too barbaric in our language. <laughs> yeah. So in recess, and we were just playing a game of football, soccer. Um, and this guy, like, kicked, one of my teammates kicked the ball up a little, and it hit this girl's hand. And I was like, dude, that's handball. That's a handball. That's a handball. <laughs> it's our kick. And then nobody really cared. You? Because she didn't really know how to play. And then there was my ass. And I was just going, it's a handball. It's a handball. And then <laughs> you were the kid that <laughs> let nobody have any fun exactly. on the playground. Exactly. And, <laughs> and when I like went back to India recently in March, I experienced that. I was like, dude, it's, it's like a centimeter this. Like we were playing basketball. Mm-hmm. And I was going to throw the ball in. And he was like, no, go back. And I was like. Who it, cares? <laughs> yeah. Dude, so, it's not going to make a difference. Mm-hmm. So what I'm hearing is that you kind of brought on the culture that you assimilated into. Do you yeah. think, do you find yourself assimilating into American life already? Or do you, no. How, no? No. Do you predict that you're going to? No. I feel like, see, the thing is, I feel like I've done that, like I've gone through that part of my life where I have the ability to assimilate, like because I was a kid in Australia and I was, I had my major developmental years in Australia. I was a teen in Australia. I learned how to be an adult mm-hmm. in Australia. That's why I can't, I can't necessarily go back and live in India because I don't know what it's like to be an adult in India. I don't really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like when I come here, I'm almost like one of those older people that's like, I don't, I don't like this change, you know, <laughs> get off my lawn. Yeah, crazy exactly. Kids. It's like, I like Australia. I ain't, yeah. I'm not, I'm not American. I'm Australian. So do you consider yourself more Australian than yeah. Indian? I would say that because, um, well, I've lived most of my life in India, but um, I feel like home kind of comes from the people who are waiting for you back home mm-hmm. and where you feel more safe and where you like it better. Um, whereas like in India, I have, well, I have my dad mm-hmm. and we're, we're like our family isn't really that close to our extended family. So I have like my dad and I have my aunt's family. Mm-hmm. And then I have uh, my best friend's family. We're just like family friends. But like we could basically be family. Like his mom is like my second mom. We were mm-hmm. like always in each other's houses and stuff. Yeah. And that's about it. Like I don't have any friends. Here or it, in, no, in, in, in India. India? Like I had friends from school, but I just don't get along with them. I, I don't know that. <laughs> I don't want to say it because I feel mean, but they're just like really bratty. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like a rich Indians kind of get that way. You yeah. know, they get really entitled and they think they're they, they think they're the shit. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like, ah, calm your tits, princess. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like take take her down a couple yeah, notches. Like, like you're not you're not that special. Yeah, you're not you're not all that in a bag of potato yeah, chips, right? Exactly. And I just don't get along with them. Um. So it was just like me being in India for six months, just like 
cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have any friends here. Really? Exactly. And it was boring. It was so boring. Mm-hmm. It was like it was like bordering on like depressing because I would see my friends back in Australia hanging out, and I'd mm-hmm. be like, "Damn, we used to do that. We used to go out mm-hmm. driving. We used to like, I I can't go out to too. the city, and I couldn't do that anymore. And I was like, man, I really miss that. Mm-hmm. And like I still do because going out here is like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, you're making new friends, but it's just not the same. Yeah. Granted, I also don't think you've established that kind of that, friendship. That kind of, you know, those kinds of roots here yeah. at, not necessarily at university, but in the United States, mm-hmm. as you did in Australia. And I think that's, I think that's also kind of where some of that culture shock, I don't want to say shock because shock is a pretty, you know, strong str- word. Yeah, strong word. But some of those cultural, um, roadblocks are in the way that you have to deal with Mm -hmm. um so do you have one major roadblock that you have been experiencing here that you didn't anticipate oh see i i i did a little bit because i kind of knew the rules Mm -hmm. but you can't drink unless you're 21 yeah that's that, that's the big thing that, that I wanted. That annoys me so much because with America, you're an adult once you're 18. Mm-hmm. Legally, you're an adult. So if you mess up, if you do something illegal, you're tried as an adult. Mm-hmm. Your punishment is given to you as you're an adult. Mm-hmm. But then you don't. You're not trusted to be an adult when it comes to drinking. And that makes no sense to me. It does like you're not trusted to be an adult when it comes to smoking. Like I feel like, and the thing is, it doesn't work. Yeah, they people st- drink anyway. They do it anyway. I totally understand. And I feel like it's just opening opportunity for people in university to get into trouble mm-hmm. when they don't really or, need to, or even in high school. Exactly. Really. Like. You go to a party, you're you're having fun, you're drinking, you're not necessarily doing anything wrong, mm-hmm. but then the cops show up and damn you put on you've got a fine. Like I don't know what other repercussions you could get. Maybe you could lose your scholarship. Right? Yeah, if you're if you're on like for you the golf team. Yeah, exactly. You, there's so many things that it could affect. And mm-hmm. is it really worth it? Like is oh no. You're 18, you got a little drunk, you don't deserve this now. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's really, like, that's like most a, ethical thing. That's like a whole... Can, Another discussion. That's like a whole can of worms that yeah. a lot of people, especially international students, are, are struggling with because it's such a big aspect in their home countries exactly. that when they come here, it's a very big culture shock. Um. So... One thing that I've been thinking about, food. Is the Australian food better than American food? See, the thing is, there is nothing... Like, we have, like, staples. Australian staples. But Australia is just a melting pot of culture. Australia Mm -hmm. has European culture. It has Asian culture. 
it has American culture. It has everything just mixed. Mm-hmm. So if you're, let's say, if I was like, um, when I came from India, I could get Indian food everywhere. I could get whatever Indian food I wanted mm-hmm. because there's so many Indians. Let's say if you're an American and you want American food, you can go get that. Yeah. Like you might not get the same steak, but yeah. Well, or like burgers. Actually, uh-huh. you know what? I'm going to say it. Macca's is better in Australia, okay? McDonald's. You, yeah, I was going to say, do you want to... <laughs> is that, that slang, Macca's is McDonald's? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really? How is that, how is that different? How is Macca's different? Yeah. The quality is better. The quality? Yeah, I feel like... I don't know. It just... I feel like... It just tastes better. You can't put your finger on no, it. No, I kind of can because um, I can give you an example. Um, let's say there were two McDonald's stores. Oh, there were two stores, two burger stores. Mm-hmm. One was where you would find burgers for, let's say, $6, mm-hmm. right? Actually, let's put it to $8. Mm-hmm. $8 burgers, that's a decent... That's an expensive burger. Exactly. And then... The other store is where you get burgers for three dollars. Mm-hmm. Australian Mac is is the burgers for eight dollars. It's still the same price. Actually, it's cheaper. Really? But American Domino's as our Domino's. Domino's as well. Domino's sucks here. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Australian Mac is uh, American Mac is just. I don't get why you're so hungry. We just ate. Oh, I'm so hungry. Um, <laughs> I ate pizza too. The pizza at Ames is surprisingly better than Domino's. Really? A- yeah. For those who don't know, Ames is the dining hall here on campus. Exactly. Um, it's just the dough. I, the dough and the cheese at Domino's just, just don't hit right. <laughs> it don't hit right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So, like I said, I kind of want, we hit, we touched on it a little bit, but have you had the sort of, in, have you made one of those connections with your professors that you were talking about? Uh, no. No? No. Man. Uh, do, do you think you will? Are you worried about that? That you won't sort of have that same experience that you won't thrive here a little bit like mm-hmm. i like my girlfriend always said um that you'd get used to it like oh yeah give it a give it a month you'll be used to it and i mm-hmm. was like i can't see myself getting used to this like mm-hmm. it's not it's not that different but it's so different yeah and I, t- I totally understand everything that you're that's exactly. coming out of your mouth right now and I was like, she was like, oh, bet, bet you hundred bucks, give it a month and you'll get used to it. Guess who's a hundred bucks richer? <laughs> Your I, girlfriend? I am. You are. All right. I am a hundred bucks richer because I haven't gotten used to it yet. It's so like mm-hmm. different, but also like one thing, I don't know if this is really related, um, but Ames Dining Hall food. Okay. Um, why is it so unhealthy? You know, that's that is not a question for me. Exactly. That is See, a the question thing is, for somebody with on a higher pay grade, 
Yeah. Well, you don't want to pay great, Zane. Yeah, you are 100% correct. <laughs> exactly. But the thing is, right, my friends ask me, they're like, you're going to like a primarily athlete uni. Well, most of mm-hmm. us are athletes over here. Yeah. And they're giving you burgers and pizza and mm-hmm. like carbs for days. Yeah. And I calories look, I, for days. I don't get you, it. You don't have the option to eat healthy. Like you do, mm-hmm. you have the salad. But yeah. come on, man. How seriously? Mm-hmm. Like how how is eating salad every day sustainable? It is not. Mm-hmm. How about like different types of like cooked vegetables, like different mm. meats every day? Some potatoes. Some days, exactly. We don't we get potatoes, but it's fried and that's annoying. Um <laughs> Carrots. Yeah. Oh, I love carrots. I love carrots. Yeah, that's so good. But my eyesight is still poor. That's a myth. That, Anyways. <laughs> it is it is a myth. Yeah. I, I know it's a myth. Uh-huh. Um, I thought you had... Um, no, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I have very poor eyesight. Do you? I do. Do you I wear contacts? Um, uh, no, I wear glasses. I mean, I can wear oh, contacts. Oh, yeah, you do. I can wear contacts, but I don't... Like wearing contacts. Ah. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend said they were a pain in the ass to take out, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. You, she likes do them. you wear... Con- do they help you play golf? What? Your contacts. I don't have contacts. You don't? I thought you... Oh, no, no, no. Those glasses I saw were for UV light. Right? For your computer? I don't have glasses on me. Okay, I must have just seen somebody else. I must what, have just seen somebody what else. What is going through your head? I don't mate? know what's going on. No, um, my roommate Thomas, he mm-hmm. has, he has um contacts. Mm-hmm. I do have eyesight issues, but like it's. How has that affected your golf? Not, not much really. My eyesight's alright. It's, a, it's just like a little bit, like the tiniest mm-hmm. bit. Do, um, do you think that? Well, here I'm going to try and transition here. Do you think that the uh, the competition here at collegiate golf is higher or mm, honestly? I don't. I don't. You know, you're just so good at golfing that it's the same. Well, the thing is, I haven't everybody. played well. I haven't played well for the last couple. Well, I played bad like three rounds, and then I've been like kind of just getting back to it, which I've been playing much better now. Um, I don't know. I feel like I was just mentally not in the right spot at all mm-hmm. to be playing golf. You're just um, in a in a funk. Yeah, I wasn't. I couldn't even understand what I was going through. Uh, I just didn't know how to. I didn't want to do anything. Um, but I don't know. It frustrates me a lot because mm-hmm. I can I can think of like three guys on the team that practice. And mm-hmm. that want to go to practice and want to stay at practice. That's why I want to get a car so bad is because I want to go to practice and I want to practice for four hours a day minimum. Yeah. I want to be out there practicing. That's, I w- would you say that's the reason you're here at exactly. uni? Because I want to play golf. but And I enjoy playing golf. That's why I want to be out there. Um, But these guys, they just, oh no, they're going to listen to this, aren't they? Well, if you never tell their name, they won't know. Mate, are you serious? But, uh, yeah, I know who exactly who you're talking about. That's, Dude. All, that's all right. They're gonna. It, they're flattered. 
They're flattered. Guys, I love you. I love right. you too. I love you too. I love you guys. You're the best teammates ever. Um, like actually, you are. Um, but the thing is, like, they just come back, and I'm just like, what? Like, are we gonna practice more? Mm-hmm. Like, let's just go out and play and spend more time on the golf course. Let's let's go out and play on the weekends. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. No, like. I would go out and play on the weekends if I like could, mm-hmm. but nobody does. That's that's like we have qualifications on the weekend sometimes, uh-huh. but like for me, I'm used to during the weekdays. I go to school, I go to practice, I go to gym. Right, mm-hmm. that was my routine until year twelve. Whereas year twelve, it was like going to school, going to practice, but I'd come back a bit earlier, finish gym and study, right? Did you have, because I know in Brazil you have to take like this super, super difficult college entrance exam for every single college that you want to enter into. Did you, when you came back to study for that, did you have to do some sort of like massive college entrance exam? For America? Well, not necessarily for America, uh, but for Australia or America, or maybe to India if you wanted to go back and study in India. No, you're not, shaking your head no. No. Never um, mind. I'm not going back there. <laughs> um, but uh, we have this thing called the HSC, which is um, our final high school exams. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's kind of like... Yeah, it's just a final exam, but it's usually written, and each exam goes for, like, a few hours. So it's multiple exams. Yeah, for each subject. For each subject. How many subjects are there, and what subjects I are had, they? So I had business studies. I had engineering studies. I had uh, math advanced, which is calculus math, which okay. we have to do here again for some reason, which I dropped. Um, <laughs> then... So that's three. I had, oh my God, why can't I think of my subjects? I had English. Okay. Yeah, English. Right. And I had software design and development. Okay. So I had five subjects. Okay. And we had basically at minimum three and three and a half hour exams for each subject. Wow. And, um, like, I don't know, like, I think I've heard from American exams that there are a lot of multiple choice. Mm-hmm. We have 20 multiple, not even 20. Sometimes we have 10, sometimes we have 20 multiple choice questions. After that, it's short answer questions. Then it's long answer pre- questions where you'll have to write, like, a bigger paragraph, like, 300 words. And then so like you an always... Essay. And no, 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 that's not the essay part yet. Oh. And then we get oh. to the essay part. Oh, okay, okay. And then the essay part is where you have to write like three pages. Or mm-hmm. if for software design and development, you had to do a bunch of algorithms and diagrams. Really? Yeah. Like flowcharts and stuff. So much harder than what I've had to deal with over here as of now. So this, so academically speaking, this is a cakewalk. Yeah, I'd call it a piss take. A piss take. <laughs> That's, that is some Aussie slang, right? Yeah. 
kind of you kind of get what i mean yeah yeah uh, yeah. a cakewalk (laughs) yeah exactly it's see i i don't want to sound like cocky Mm -hmm. or like yeah you don't have to you're not sounding cocky you're just you're describing your experience yeah like i feel like we have more of a workload like we have more work Mm -hmm. well that's partially because Miss Mueller just likes giving out homework. Um, that's what she does. And uh, but the work is easier. See, yeah, I yeah, suck yeah. at English. I'm so bad at English, mm-hmm. right? Like English is my second language, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. But Can, I'm going to stop you right there. Can you speak a little bit in Indian for me? Well, Don't sorry, say Indian. I'm so sorry. We have like 800 I'm languages. I'm so sorry. Is it? Hindi? Yeah, Hindi. I speak Hindi. I could speak like Canada and Telugu as well, but are those more like regional dialects? Each state kind of has their own language. Each state has their own. Yeah. Okay. But the national language is Hindi. Hindi. Okay. Yeah. So, did you did you have a little bit of um did you study English in Yeah. in India? So, would you say you were fluent in English when you went to yeah, Australia? Yeah. So, I like kind of learned in English. So I went to an English medium school. Oh, okay. So kind of like a um, a bilingual school. Yeah. So like when you're kind of talking to each other, like you kind of start speaking in English. Because, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, not everyone can speak the same language because there's so many different languages. Mm-hmm. Usually like people from the same state speak the same language. And then mm-hmm. like if you're growing up in that state, you kind of can speak that same language. But we find that common language, which is usually Hindi or it's English. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's just easier. We don't have to worry about like communicating. It's just like we just talk, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it's like let's say you take the Scandinavian countries and you just pop them together into one country, right? Mm-hmm. And people move around. They would kind of find that common language, which would be mm-hmm. English, and everyone would just talk in English. Yeah, they they wouldn't be bothered like talking in Swedish or something like that all mm-hmm. the time because it'd just be more complicated. Yeah. And, and English is, like, the language of business. Exactly. Right? That, Spanish, and Mandarin. Mandarin. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I had to learn Mandarin in year eight for a little bit. Really? Yeah. That so, was, so I you're, can't. I so you're fluent in Mandarin is what you're telling Yeah, me. yeah, exactly. You're fluent in Mandarin? Like, yeah. So if I were to hypothetically Nihama. ask you. Ni hao? Ni hao ma. Ni hao ma? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. All right. Hello, how are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I figured as much. I, yeah. I don't, I'm a bit of a linguist myself, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but um, the only thing, oh, that reminds me. Um, we went to, in year nine, I had this uh, school trip that we kind of went across Australia. We went from Sydney across kind of uh, just above like South Australia, which was the, it's a state. Mm-hmm. So above Adelaide, you could say, and then we went up through the middle of Australia, which is like Alice Springs and middle of nowhere, yeah, down under, right? Uh, down under, down under, <laughs> and the outback, the outback, literally the outback. Like you got nothing over there. We had this. We went to this massive salt lake and like mm-hmm. some rocks and stuff. And there's like there's like tourist attractions, like a massive rock. It's called Ezrock or Uluru. And over there, uh, when our class was just like at this one lookout looking at 
Olorup, um, <laughs> this this coach of Chinese tourists pulled up and they like rocked up and they were like taking photos and stuff coach, there. You mean bus? A bus. Not a coat. <laughs> oh, man. Continue. Okay. Continue. Um and so they were like they were about I don't know American distance, but they were about like fifty meters away. Think about it. Meters. Uh, yeah. That's at least five bald eagles and Okay, fifty meters is 55 yards. 55 yards. So, yeah, that's at least a couple of bald eagles spread, spread, yeah, their, spread their wings out. Yeah, a couple out, bald like, eagles, one a bald... E- a ba- that's at least 40 cheeseburgers lined up yeah. from end to end. Yeah. Oh, don't forget the large meals, too. The large? Okay, yeah. so are we adding... Oh, the- you, called them, you called them the... Sorry, the small meals. The small... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, anyways. So, they were, like, just standing away from us they were doing their own thing you know tourist things taking photos and i don't know getting the history of the rock i guess um and i go to one of my chinese friends i'm like oh my god i can't forget i can't remember his name jesus let's just call him kyle 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 all right right kyle kyle um and I went to Kyle and I was like, dude, how do you say the F word in Mandarin? And he goes, so. And I'm like, so? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, take a video of this. And he's taking a video of me. And I just yell it out. I'm like, so at the top of my lungs. And you just see, like, I've got a video of this. You just see all the all the Chinese tourists just like snap their necks towards us. It's the most hilarious thing. We couldn't stop laughing. Oh my god. Oh man. So, oh man. That's that is a funny story. That is a funny story. Um. So, I we're coming up on the uh, the one hour mark. We're about five minutes away. Oh wow. So. Um, there's one thing that I want to ask kind of as a wrap up. Do you have any advice for international students coming to university, you know, in terms of assimilation, dealing with, you know, homesickness and things? Ah, try to find your people as soon as you can. Try to find your friends as soon as you can. Because they're going to help you. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to help you understand the culture. Try to find someone that knows your culture as well so they can kind of explain to you the cultural differences compared to your culture. Oh, all right. Kind of like that minutia. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So they will know what you feel like. Mm-hmm. And they will know how they assimilated. So if I, I would expect an Australian to find me. Or like even an Indian to find me, uh-huh. and I like I could kind of like help them assimilate because I kind of know their culture already, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if you drive, get a car. Get a car. <laughs> Just get a car. Get a car. Trust me, you're gonna you, like. I think it's a personal thing, but mm-hmm. I want to drive, dude. Mm-hmm. I just want to. 
if I want to go somewhere, I just want to be like, I am going. Yeah. I mm-hmm. am just starting my car up. It's so difficult. I am going. Mm-hmm. Do you have any advice in terms of academics? You know, like uh, stay organized or, you know, all that basic building blocks you're of telling succeeding me, in You're telling me uni. to be the biggest hypocrite in this whole world. I am. In these last four minutes, I am asking you to denounce everything that you said in this podcast. All right. See, I'm not the most organized person, right? I stayed up all night doing my English assignment, even though <laughs> even though it only took me an hour and a half to do. I stayed up all night not doing it. You, ha- you have ADHD, right? Yeah, it's pretty bad. I need to go back yeah. to my meds. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would, so international students, if you have those conditions, take your medication. Oh, yeah. And there is help. Don't be afraid to ask for help, okay? Yes, ask for help. These people, yeah. I... Amer- Americans are nice. Americans scary. are so helpful, especially exactly. in a smaller community such as Lebanon. Yeah. Everybody is here... To help you, you know, to help you succeed. And they are super inclusive in terms of wanting to know about what you're doing, which is why I'm having you on here, Ribs. They're very curious people. Americans are. They want to know so many things Mm -hmm. because they kind of don't know anything. So you got to kind of teach them. I'm kidding. Hey, 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 you you said it, not me. So uh, in these last couple minutes, I just want to say... Thank you, Rips, for coming and speaking thank, with me no, tonight. Thank you, Zane. Thank you for letting me speak on here. It was it was actually pretty fun. I didn't know an hour had passed. Yeah, Damn. I yeah it you know time flies and it's crazy. And I you, want to talk about so many more things, but uh, comment down below if you want to hear Rips again on another episode of yeah, Global do. Bearcats. You guys want do we? I don't know. That's for the comments to decide. Oh man. You know I'm going to make bots and like comment <laughs> myself back on here. Oh, yeah. Just, I loved Rips. Exactly. He's... Rips is the best guy ever. <laughs> Get uh, him back on. All right, Rips. Thank you so much. Do you have any last words? Take care of yourself, everyone. Take care of yourself. Well, thank you very much, Bearcat family, and I will see you next time on Global Bearcats.